0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Sports radio, 93, seven, the fan, Donnie football with you until ten thirty five. Sean Myers behind the glass tonight. Get at us on the the hotline or the text line, 412-928-9370, the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. It is Wednesday, so that means Kenny Pickett spoke to the media earlier today as the Steelers get set to take on the Browns on Sunday, Wednesday, normally the start of the regular work week if you have... That regularly scheduled Sunday game. So we'll do a little read and react here to what Kenny Pickett had to say to the media earlier this afternoon. Kenny, are you quarterbacks measured all by wins and losses? Yeah,
2: that's the most important thing. Um, you know, as long as we keep doing that, um, I feel good with where we're headed and the direction that we're going.
1: So I want to start there right off the bat. Ten seconds in, the the wins and losses thing that gets brought up all the time and that is pretty much the it's the new argument for Kenny Pickett if people suggest that he's not playing well enough well he's 6 and 3 well he's 13 and 8 over the course of his career so far i don't think all those records are created equally and i i almost think that wins and losses for a quarterback they're more irrelevant than wins and losses for a starting pitcher in baseball. I compared Kenny Pickett the other day to Chan Ho Park in 2005. Sean, I know you're a baseball fan. I I know you're a Mariners fan because of of uh, Ken Griffey Jr. growing up and watching him play. Now you're just making me sound old. I mean, I grew up and watched Ken Griffey okay. Jr. play. You saw him with the Reds, probably. I, I did. I saw him <laughs> more with the Reds than with the Mariners, but still. But I I, I compared Kenny Pickett to Chan Ho Park in 2005 because Chan Ho Park was 12 and 8, but he had a 5.74 ERA, and he gave up 11 hits per nine innings, and he only struck out about six guys per nine innings. So by pretty much every metric, he wasn't really a good pitcher, but he had a winning record. And we see more and more, as baseball evolves, how that is becoming more and more of an irrelevant stat. I mean, listen, the, the fact that he can win games is great. And the fact that he has a late-game gene in him, a clutch gene in him, is great. But that can't be the center of your argument. Like, well, he's six and three. Well he's thirteen and eight. Okay, Justin Herbert's four and five. Is there a single coach or general manager in the NFL that would take Kenny Pickett over Justin Herbert? No. Justin Herbert's career record is five hundred. So it's worse percentage wise than Kenny Pickett. There's not a soul out there that would be honest with themselves and say yeah i'll take Kenny Pickett over Justin Herbert. Do you know who this same argument was made about for several years it was Jimmy G with the Niners? Because he won, that is a good he one, won yeah. so many games. Now i think he was pretty decent for them, but he obviously wasn't the main reason they were winning. No, the games. i mean and you i think we saw that firsthand this year. Like he he played in the Patriot system whenever they were still you know, going at a pretty good clip, Brady was still there. They had some great players. The, You know, the the Belichick schemes were working. Then he played under Kyle Shanahan. And we know what an offensive mastermind that guy is. And, you know, we saw how it flamed out in Vegas. The guy turned the ball over, I think, three or four times against the Steelers. He, he's erratic. I mean, beyond being a good-looking dude, I don't know what, what people really in the guys. So, yeah, I mean, I I think the, the whole win-loss thing, listen, it's great. It gets your team in the playoffs, perhaps, but I don't think people in Kansas City are going to be worried about what Kenny Pickett's win-loss record is if he walks into Arrowhead.
2: Kenny, your, your numbers are better against the NFC North than others. Is there any reason you... AFC North? AFC North and... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, divisional games are big. You want to you play your best against the division, obviously. You want to play your best every game. Um, but, but those division games, you know, matter more.
1: Kenny, yesterday, Mike
0: T said that there's expectations for you to play a little bit better in the second half of the season. You were more eloquently. But when you hear a challenge like that posed by your head coach, how does that inspire
2: you? Yeah, I don't need, um, you know, the external motivation. I'm pretty motivated internally. Um, you know, I want to play, you know, great every game. I'm pushing for that. I'm always working towards that, so I'll keep go- keep going that way.
1: So I I don't think that's a shot at Mike Tomlin or anything, but he's letting people know I I don't, I don't need that extra motivation to play well. I don't know if you'd categorize that as bulletin board material, but I mean I I also think that every athlete that that plays at a high level, I don't know. I think you naturally like you you are naturally very motivated, but. Those extra little jabs or bumps can can get you going a little bit more. What
0: Jeff was saying a little bit, but just how much extra is there in these types of games? Obviously, every game's a big game, but division, hostile environment.
2: Different. Yeah, divisional games are huge. We're going on the road, um, like you said, hostile environment. So it's a good opportunity for our team to come together, um, you know, working all towards the same goal and, and get a win. So at the end of the day, that's all we're focused on. We got a couple more days of practice here to get the plan right and then go for it. Can go over the tape from these games? Is there more to be gleaned from either seeing one-on-ones or throwing more often when there's opportunity? I'm not sure. What you mean, more? Like, one, th- it, are there shots you're not taking or not seeing, and, and is that where uh, more can be gleaned? Um, I mean, yeah, you know, yes and no. There, there's times we want to take shots. There's other times we're trying to do some other things. It's kind of whatever the concept is um, and what we're hunting and what we're what we're. Um, you know trying to do within each play so obviously you want to take those one-on-one shots when they're there the third down to dj was that one, that like the third the, down to dj late third quarter um, yeah he, he he beat the guy off the line and adjusted his route you know that wasn't he did a great job of you know putting his hand up um obviously i didn't see him change the route um but still he's you know he had the green light to do that he beat him so bad off the line that he mailboxed and put his hand up um, you know, I just didn't see him adjust the route. What's the biggest mm-hmm. challenge to facing simulated pressures where teams, you have to make those kind of quick decisions, but not only you, but the receivers also have to be able to see that at the same time? Yeah, it all works together. It's not just the line protecting immediately and the ball out. The receivers got to get their eyes around as well. So um, it's really three three phases when you're, when you're talking about getting the football out of my hand. And, um, we're all working together on that, and it's big It's big in practice to see it and then go execute the game. How much closer do you feel like you guys are to being on all three of those phases compared to where you guys were. Correct. Yeah, we're way ahead, way ahead. You know, I think the ball is getting out of my hand a lot faster this this year. Um, you know, helping the, helping the line out, receivers doing a great job of getting open. Um, something we have got to continue to do, especially against great defense like the one we're facing this weekend. Kenny, Kenny what's the impact of Pat's on Sunday? Yeah, huge, huge. Um, you know, we'd love to get him back this weekend. Um, you know, there's another another aspect that you know defenses have to respect him working the middle and doing different things for us. Um, so really helping, have him back.
1: Is that something that you guys want- I want to stop there for a sec. He talks about the return of Pat Fryermuth this weekend, and you know, I, I want to I want to be excited about that because I think Fryermuth is a pretty good player, uh, at least in the, the past game. He's not uh really the blocker, uh not really the blocking type of tight end. But the numbers this season, they don't give me missing piece vibes. Or anything like that. I mean the Raiders game was fine. Three grabs, 41 yards. He had the nice touchdown. Otherwise, though, the, the three other games this year that Fryermuth played in, one reception for three yards and a touchdown, one reception for two yards, three receptions for seven yards.
0: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You
1: know, they're not exactly getting a Rob Gronkowski back, and that'll just save this Steelers offense. They're not getting a Travis Kelsey back, and that'll save the Steelers offense. I would love to see Friar have a bigger impact on games. I'm just very skeptical, uh, given what we see out of this offense, that it'll happen. I want to get involved more in the game plan and throwing in the middle, using the-
2: yeah, absolutely, you know, but if we're one-on-one on the outside and it's clean out there, you know, that's where um, you know, we could take our opportunities. Uh, whatever the defense dictates, that's what we want to attack, so we just got to continue to work that way.
1: A big part of it is right there. They got asked about using the middle of the field. They don't do it. Very few times this year have they attacked the middle of the field, whether it be that's just the routes the receivers are running, Or the times where he is missing players across the middle. I mean, we can throw stones at Matt Canada all we want. But if you watch these games back, if you don't notice it in real time the first time you watch it, there have been times, there have been plenty of examples where there are some guys across the middle of the field and Pickett either doesn't see them or he just doesn't feel comfortable going there. Or he does... And it results in a miss or a drop. I mean, I think what could have been one of their best plays of the season uh, was the very first play against Jacksonville. He threw a, a, a pretty beautiful ball to Deontay Johnson. It got dropped. You know, Then we, we see a couple of touchdowns, a couple of long touchdowns come via the middle of the field. George Pickens won against the Browns. The Calvin Austin won against the Raiders. They can do it. They, they, they really just need to do it more. Whether it's schemed that way or the quarterback has to see it and go to it. I know, obviously, TJ isn't on the scout team, but how much does it help having a guy like that in the building when
0: you're preparing to go against someone like Miles Garrett?
2: It's it's big. It's big. Um, you kind of you know practice against him in the spring and camp. You kind of understand what you need to do to try and slow those guys down as much as you can and not have them affect practice. Him affect practice and then obviously in the game, uh, Miles. So um, you know, unbelievable player, elite talent. Um, that we gotta try to try to minimize as much as we can.
0: Within that same vein, just how challenging is what they do schematically defensively for you guys?
2: It's very challenging. They do a lot of different things that you know can put you um, in some bad situations. You just gotta try to minimize that as much as you can, um, schematically, or you know, trying to do things to, to get the ball out of my hand, what have you, whatever it may be, to help our guys out up front. Um, you know, and get open quick, and try and get the ball in my hand. In two weeks in a row, you guys scored on the first drive, and then later in the game, really got the running game going. How related is that? I think it's big. It's big to start fast. Um, you know, we started fast at home, and we want to definitely try and do that on the road. Um, it's just a great way to start the game, and, and kind of have a you know forward step that for making that first punch. So, I um, want to continue to do that.
1: I think it would be huge, and I I, I give the the Steelers' offense as a whole credit, that being Kenny Pickett, Matt Canada, everybody involved. Uh, The last two games, they have started the game with possession. They have gone right down the field and scored. They put up seven points. And I think in, in this game on Sunday, more so than even those matchups against Tennessee and Green Bay, the Steelers might be in a situation where they're not really facing a capable quarterback on the other side. So it, that could really be a gut punch to the Browns if the Steelers go down the field on that defense on the very first drive of the game. Sure, they won't do it on every single drive, but that would really set a tone on the road.
2: This is is a different place than it was when you saw these guys on week two? I do. I think, um, you know, we're maturing, we're growing up, we're, we're getting the running game going, um, trying to get that balance that we're always searching. We're continuing continue to push for that. Um, but I think where we're at right now with the run game was in was a much better place um, than we played them week two. Kenny,
0: you've seen firsthand how defensive guys can change the game. Like TJ. The league MVP award, obviously, it's a ways off, but that's typically a quarterback
1: award. Do you think maybe having played with somebody like TJ, that defensive players should maybe get some more recognition in a mainstream award
2: like that? Yeah, I do. I think they're, they're game changers. You look at the plays they make and the moments they make. I'm just talking from a Ferrar guy, TJ. Um, he makes game changing plays in those most crucial moments. Um, you know, I think that 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 needs to you know carry a lot of weight. It's just how like how quarterbacks play in the fourth quarter in, in two minutes, something like that. Um, You know, he does that on the other side and changes games. So, um, you know, glad we got 90.
1: Yeah, I said that last week. I was giving out my Steelers awards at the halfway point. I I gave T.J. Watt the Steelers MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year award at the same time. I don't know how many games they win without his impact this season. Two, maybe three. I think they're at best three and six if if you try to find a game where T.J. Watt did not make a significant impact. I'm not saying just a sack or anything like that. A significant impact from T.J. Watt, we see that, and it correlates a lot in games that the Steelers win. It's just, it's that simple.
0: What you- Mike T said yesterday... Asked about TV said, "You know, for me and Kenny, the, the stats don't matter. The, the score is the like, thats the only way we're judged." Do you feel that way? In this Do you look at the stat and say, "I really, really do not care as long as the
1: scoreboard says we have more than
2: them?" I do. I do. The, the winning—winning—is you know you got to win at all costs in, in this in this game. Um, that's all I truly care about. Of course, you want to light up the stat sheet, um, but as long as we're getting the wins. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that I, I, I sleep good with, with getting a win so um, keep pushing keep having that mindset um, stay together as a group and you know, we'll be alright
1: now there you have the, the winning thing again at the end it just comes down to wins and losses which again I, I, I get it's promising that he has a winning record I, I almost wonder what the record would be if he was putting up big numbers I mean, it might be at Lamar Jackson levels where it's 70 plus percent, maybe even Patrick Mahomes levels. Hopefully, hopefully, we find out at some point in Kenny Pickett's career as a Steeler. Coming up, Mike DeFabo, Steelers insider from The Athletic. He will join us coming up next. If you want to join the conversation, 412 928 9370, we will get to your calls in just a little bit as well. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.